morning. I feel like my energy is always different in the morning. I don't know why. Good morning. What if it's not morning while they're watching it? Good afternoon. My phone's Ooh. dead and it's not charging. I'm phoneless now and I'm an iPad kid now. <laughs> okay. Gonna be a flip phone kid soon. You know, not a bad idea. One of my friends is gonna do a flip phone for the next semester. Okay, let's start. I guess it's time for my intro. Yes. I'm chewing right now. Okay. Mm, yum yum. <laughs> <gasps> Hello everyone and welcome back to the Holy Girl Hotline with your host, Bree and Sid. And dun how are you guys doing don't answer why because well because we can't hear you but reflect and really think about to yourself how you're doing and if if you if you come across and you know that you're not doing well take some time to make yourself do well help yourself do better that one yeah but i hope you're doing well if you guys like this episode be sure to um rate it and like it and and tell your friends about it because yeah we said so yeah thanks okay love you guys on that note i hope y'all can hear that because it goes very well with the question the question is what is your favorite genre of drink does that make sense like there's soda there's energy energy well energy drinks it is why because gatorade rules so it's powerade gatorade is a sports drink not an energy drink when i recycle it it's called an energy drink bottle what it's not a. Okay, it's well, a sports drink. Gatorade well, and Powerade. I like sports drinks. I like sports drinks and smoothies. Okay. Oh, really wait a minute. Drinks. I'm gonna have to change my answer because I was gonna say, I was gonna say energy drinks. Like I'm drinking a Celsius right now. And that girl loves some energy. And don't come for me for Celsius. It has no aspartame in it. What even is that? I don't know. I've just been heard, hearing people talk about it. Mm-hmm. This has no aspartame in it. That doesn't mean it's good for you. Probably isn't, but it's not. Anyway, Celsius really wakes me up. I've been up for three hours. I woke up at five thirty. And I don't feel tired. I love waking up early. If you don't wake up early, you should try it one time. Cause then you get so much stuff done before your day starts, and it's beautiful. Anyways, yes, I'm an energy drink girl, but smoothies bust. Smoothies are a close I second. Love a good smoothie. I love juices in general, like. Trying all the different like juices at Starbucks. Like mm-hmm. coffee's cool. Yeah, like coffee's. Coffee. Yeah, it's, yeah. It takes a lot of customization to make it taste the way you. Yeah, need. yeah, it's, it's high maintenance. Yeah, the juices are. Like, anytime there's a new juice, a new mix of whatever, mm. I'm like the first person in line. Yeah. So, yeah. I didn't realize Celsius had so many benefits. It has no sugar. No girl. It's gluten free. <laughs> it has no aspartame, no preservatives, no artificial colors or flavors, so you don't have to worry about the dyes or anything. And it has seven essential vitamins, and it boosts your metabolism and helps you burn fat. So it's a good pre-workout. If only y'all could see my face right now. Anyways. I'm at you aggressively. I hope you feel it. Well, that's perfect, because today we're talking about pride, and I think you're being Literally, prideful right now. What? <laughs> no. Yes? No. I'm sorry if you can hear me sleeping. I'm going to stop. Okay. So, today we have a question that we'll be answering, like we talked about in the last episode. Yeah, but we didn't get to. Yes. So, 
you want to ask this question since I already asked the question that was so good and perfect and lovely? Didn't you think so? Why not? Why not? <laughs> here, it's it's right here too. Oh okay. <laughs> okay. So we were asked by one of you guys. What if we try and read it at the same time? That would be horrible. Okay. You know how like in class it was just an intrusive thought. I see that. You know in class when you try to read and everyone's like, class like, slagging and it's Yeah, I know. Okay, you can just read it. <laughs> Sorry. It is so sad about this. <laughs> yeah, okay. I know. You can just read it. Again. <laughs> how do you deal with pride and arrogance in yourself and how to be patient with prideful people? I love this question. I think this is a really, really, really applicable question. This is such a good question. Because we deal with prideful people every single day. Because I deal with myself every day. So. Yeah, you do. Oh, I'm joking. I said that. I feel like there's some. Yeah, I feel like there's some pride in the air. What is that noise? So first, yeah, there's always some type of noise happening in our episodes. It wouldn't be a holy god. It wouldn't be, I almost said holy hotline girl. It wouldn't be, a, I'm just going to say HGH, guys. That's our new nickname, yeah. HGH. It wouldn't be HGH if there weren't random noises in the background, like yeah. construction or fire alarms, yeah. smoke alarms, something, or people backing it up. Remember when you said that? <laughs> backing it up. Um, so yeah, first I think, well, I kind of wanted to define what pride is because I think we all know what it is, but I feel like I wanted to start with a little biblical umbrella of what pride is, like a biblical definition. So it's going to be quick, but just like for some context, Romans twelve three says to not think more highly of yourself than you ought. And I think that's a really good definition for pride. It's like elevating yourself um, over, it can be either over others or it can be elevating yourself to a point where, like, you see yourself at a standard of perfection that you're not at, you know? Yeah. Um, or, like, sometimes being more critical of others than of yourself, so. Yeah. Would you agree with that definition? I think I would. Okay. I haven't. I don't really know what I would personally define pride as because I feel like there's, it's, like, even deeper than what you just said. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like those were like what we see other people do but i i feel like there's like another element that's like really internal that like i can't put my finger yeah, on yeah i think it's part of our nature to be prideful it for is, sure definitely yeah. cuz like pride i think most people think that pride is like arrogance and mm-hmm. that's not pride and arrogance are not the same thing like mm-hmm. arrogance is a fruit of pride mm. but like when eve ate the fruit that's mm. pride because right. she thought that she knew that, like, she wasn't humble. And also, to not be prideful doesn't mean that you're humble. It just means you're not prideful. Like, you're doing the bare minimum. You know okay, yeah. Because like, there are prideful people, there are not prideful people, and then there are humble people. Okay, so hum- humility takes work. Yeah, humility okay. is an effort. I think I fall in the not prideful. I don't think I'm, like prideful and then arrogant but i don't think i do my best to intentionally stay humble Humble. okay so so humility takes some type of intentionality yeah humility is like a choice and i i noticed that in the new testament like there's a lot of put on your new nature take off this be Mm. uh like be intentional about putting it on like you know it says a lot of like like what are those verbs called like action action verbs verbs. yeah Yeah. and it's like in the imperative where it's like the you is like silent like it's not there but yeah yeah, yeah. like Like commands it's a it's not like okay you got saved so just like 
I don't know. So you you just assume this, yeah. It's like it's like no. what we talked about in the last one. Yeah, like when you get like pride is not gonna just dissipate when you get yeah, saved. No, so it's you have not. To work on. So you have to be so intentional about working on it, and um, and the only way you beat pride is through humility. Mm. And so, and then pride is the thing that got like Lucifer kicked out of heaven. Yeah, because he wanted to be better than god he wanted to be worshipped he was literally lead worship leader he yeah. was the one and that's why i think this definition is good because it kind of attacks all areas of pride like the area where it's like i think i'm better than you yeah i think more highly of myself than i ought but also this idea that like i don't need god or that i think i yeah. can do god's job better than he can which yeah. i think is what a lot of human so like you're talking about lucifer right he thought he should be the one that's being worshipped right. instead of God because he thought more highly of himself than he ought to. Yeah. He was creation while God was creator, but he, he elevated himself. Creator. Right. Yeah. And then it also addresses, like, I feel like in our culture, this idea of, like, defining defining our own value and worth aside, like, apart from our creator. Does that yeah. make sense? No, yeah, totally. Like, we find our identity and our value in, like, these communities that we identify with. Yeah. Instead of, I... like, our value and worth coming from our creator. Exactly. So we oftentimes think more highly of ourselves than we are. And I think it's dangerous as well because then when when you're prideful, it not only affects you, but you start to, like, ascribe value to other people. Yeah. So you'll be, like, in your mind. And sometimes it could be subconscious, like, like, these, this group of people is less than or inferior yeah. to my group of people, no, right? Yeah. No, yeah. I feel like pride is such a subconscious thing, too. Mm-hmm. Like, it, um... Dang, I just had a thought in my head about pride. Like, uh, whatever, it'll come back. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I completely agree. Like, pride can really take you out. And it's like, when I would hear stuff about pride, I'd be like, oh, like, that's not me. Mm-hmm. Like, because people paint out pride to be, like like pride like i said pride and arrogance as if they're the same and like it's not the same oh that's what i was gonna say i was gonna say that like to me i -hmm. feel like pride is like the evidence of like no love in your heart for god and others Mm. like you don't because it's like the root of like so many different things i mean it's literally the root of uh, satan's being it's also like what we talked about I think last time mm-hmm. with like the Ten Commandments being how, like, summarized, the first, yeah, yeah, like the first four are about, um, the first four have to do with God and the last six have to do with others, right? And when you love God and love others, like was said in the New Testament, mm-hmm. and like obey God's commands and show that you love Him, all these different things, like you've covered. Yeah. I mean, of course, Jesus died and covered the law, but it's like you don't when you love people more than you love yourself, when you love God more than you love anything else, you don't really have to. Of course, temptation will come, but like when love is in your heart you're not trying to murder you're right not trying to and so when you're not loving others more than god or loving others more than yourself or you're not loving god more than anything else then you you're created to love you're created to worship so you're just gonna do that with yourself yeah and so all your needs are going to be put first and all of your desires are going to be put first and mm-hmm. i think we can all naturally <clears throat> have some really like prideful moments mm-hmm. and i think that's like why i was like no like like I can't be I'm not prideful like because I'm not conceited I'm not narcissistic I'm not arrogant and it's like you literally no like that's not what pride is pride it can also be a momentary thing like okay I think my plan's better than God's Pride is me not asking God every single day like what do you want me to do right now 
it's like I'm not intentionally being like, oh, I think I'm better than God, but mm-hmm. my actions are saying so because I'm not humbling myself every day. Yeah. You know? It can be definitely subtle, and I feel like kind of going back to what we, talk, we talked about in the last episode, like, as Christians, sometimes, I think it is prideful even to think that, like, once we get saved, we're, like... Yeah, we're set. Yeah, we're or, good. like kind of sometimes this mindset that we get as new christians which i think is kind of natural too in a sense but it's like this holier than thou mentality yeah that it's like okay i'm separate from the world now and it's like all those tendencies kind of just faded away but they don't yeah and i think it's that that's that sort of comes with a certain pride too and but i wanted to also address like you know people say to like take pride like you know the the saying like take pride and take pride in your work yeah. yeah, or, like... Take pride in yourself. Take like, pride, pride in your yeah. nation or pride yeah. in your, like, race. I don't know. Like, stuff like that. Yeah. Like, I'm... Bra- for example... Wow. For example, I'm black and I'm proud, right? Yeah. That's also a form of pride. So, so yeah. do you think there oh, can be... hello, Pride Month. Yeah. Like, hello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, So, do you think that there can be good forms of pride? Like, mm. take I'm black and I'm proud, for example, right? Proud... Pride in my race. Pride in my heritage. Pride in my... In what, you know my people have accomplished because that just popped in my head and i was like i wonder I if like there's if pride can be a good thing i guess like you know what i'm gonna answer that with the word okay because what just popped into my mind mm-hmm. was how paul in his letters mm-hmm. talks about how the only thing that he should be boasting about is what god has done in him okay and like yeah. i'm not saying that like So saying things like that and, like, those statements are, like, no, you should only be talking about what God is doing. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to, like, can pride be something good, I feel like in his case, like, when it's honoring God and, like, because I don't know if I even wrote it on the notes, but I know, like, he goes through and he's always talking about how, like, I'm not, the only thing I'm going to boast about is the things that God has done. Mm -hmm. And, um, And he also spends time at some point talking about how, like, um he lists like i think it's in philippians like he just goes through everything that he's done of like good and why he has every reason in the world to like be the best yeah he's like yeah "Yeah, like i i was like top of my class like in our day and time i've heard like preachers and and people say like reading that list is the same equivalent to being like i grew up in a well-to-do family i have a trust fund i went to harvard my dad went to harvard my my grandfather went to yale like yeah yeah yeah. and i have a a company i'm inheriting like top of the top my yacht is outside like that is like (laughs) time to bring the yacht out yeah (laughs) no like (laughs) that is literally like the same energy that paul has yeah but after that he says and even though I have every reason in the world to, like, boast about those things, like, mm. I don't. Because they mean, like, nothing. Because they yeah. can't save me, you know? Yeah. And then he later on talks about how, like, um, like how Jesus is the only thing that is worth boasting about, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like towards questions like that of, mm-hmm. like, well, is it right to say? Not maybe right to say it, but, like, maybe to believe, like, oh, okay, like, I don't know, like, pride, and I'm black and I'm proud, and, like, all these different things that we see that embrace the term pride. Mm-hmm. Personally, I, I would, I would fall back on it. I would fall back on it. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think there's a sense of, like, 
appreciation and value that you can get from your like your worldly identity but i don't think that should be like this is what i was talking about in the beginning like our culture a lot of times finds these like worldly things to identify with and that becomes like the source of their entire identity and worth and it comes a form of pride agreed but if our identity is rooted in christ and is rooted in spiritual like our spiritual identity yeah then you know those worldly things don't hold as much weight so exactly like yes i'm black and i'm proud but maybe it's not a pride thing maybe it's more just like a value and appreciation thing and right. it's not like this is my my whole identity it's not the forefront of my identity no, completely. you know and that's why that's the only reason why i'm like um like you have to like i understand the appreciation part like you do mm-hmm. but it's also like you're saying like you people identify so closely with it. if there was a way like you can appreciate that you um like have a certain complexion or look a certain way or like whatever yeah but like most people who are saying I'm black and I'm proud find their, like you said, identity in yeah. the fact that they're black. And it's like, no, you found your identity in Christ because he made you, mm-hmm. like, fearfully and wonderfully made. Like, that's yeah. that's where you get your pride from, I yeah, guess, yeah. you know? And so if it was a way to embrace, or maybe not embrace, but, like, say those things and feel that way, but truly feel it out of, like, wow, like, it goes back to the art and the artist thing. Are mm-hmm. you going to celebrate the art or are you going to celebrate the artist? Yeah, like, exactly. Oh, wow. Exactly. Like, God made me so beautifully, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But a lot of people who do go around saying, like, not maybe go around saying it, but, like, encourage that, you know, take pride in this and da-da-da-da, are the ones who find a lot of their identity there. And yeah. so even if I personally would say, like, I'm black and I'm proud or take pride in my work and, wow, I got to this school and did whatever, like, even though I would personally say it and know that i don't mean it in a yeah i don't even want to open the door Mm -hmm. to like for my words to have power over that and subconscious things of like my identity being found and like oh yeah and then the biggest thing was like a statement like take pride in your work it's like in your work yeah what did you do like god that god didn't give you you know exactly and it's not to like say that we shouldn't appreciate the things that we've done but like it all goes back to the art and the artist like are you gonna continue to look at the art and praise the art and be like wow that art really did that the art put itself together like yeah art didn't do anything how dumb would it be to just stare at a painting and give it all its praises like you give your praises to the person who created the art and that's who you follow you know yeah so even statements like that they're so like it's so subtle but you have to be so careful because it's like in my work like what are you saying here i didn't i didn't do anything you know like god put me at this school god gave me the strength god gave me the ability to do everything that i'm doing right now you know yeah yeah i i love being black like (laughs) I love yes. I, I love being black. I love, you know, our heritage. I love learning about our history and stuff like that. Yeah. But I, you'll never, I'll never identify myself as a black woman before I identify myself as a child of God. Like, yeah. that's always going to be primary because that, that shapes who I am at the end of the day. Yeah. Like, yeah. If, I'm, if I'm a black woman without Christ, then that's not I mean, anything nothing. to boast in. But yeah. if I'm a black woman who... Um, first roots her identity in christ right. yeah then that's I'm that's a woman completely of god different. who just so happens to be whatever falls underneath yeah so i think that's that's an important point about identity so now that we've talked about pride we need to define the antithesis like that word they couldn't even hear you see you, yeah you were making fun of me and they couldn't even hear you 
So, the antithesis of pride is humility. Now, how would we define humility? Humility. Humility is something that God honors. Humility is something that God honors. So, okay, what do I keep yelling? <laughs> so, um, we defined humility. We defined pride using a biblical lens, which I think is important as, you know, people of the word, to use the word to, you know, let our definitions, um, to define our, define our words. So, similarly, I'm going to use Philippians 2.3 to define what humility is, and it says, do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves, which is perfect because we talked about, um, the next verse too. The next verse? Oh yeah, there's another verse. Philippians two four. Let each of us or let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. So it's really about the sacrificial elevation of others before self. And we see that is in direct opposition to the other verse about pride, which was thinking of yourself more highly than others, more highly than you ought. Whereas humility is putting others and elevating others above yourself. And that's not to say that, like, that's not to say, like, you have a weak kind of mentality of, like, giving more other people more value than you give yourself. Yeah. It's not necessarily that. It's just that you consider, like the verse said, you consider the interests of others before your own. It's really, like, selfless and sacrificial, which is a lot of what the Bible tells us to be. Yeah. And a lot of what Jesus modeled for us. It's like... Putting others before yourself. Yeah, literally loving others. That's what he commands us to do. So loving others often means putting them before yourself. So I think that's a a solid definition for humility, do you think? I agree. But yeah, okay, so humility. What does humility look like practically? We talked about what pride looks like practically. But what does humility look like? Because you mentioned that it's something that requires effort, which I agree with. Yeah, it's a choice. Mm -hmm. I feel like... What does it look like? I feel like we already talked about it, honestly. Like, just putting others... Like, that's a choice. It's not, like, natural to put others before yourself and Mm -hmm. to put God above everything. But, like, when you... You find yourself walking in humility the closer you are to Jesus. Because when... Like, when I am around like people who may have like one strong specific trait like let's let's say that they're like givers and they love to give Mm -hmm. and i find myself like when i leave wanting to give gifts too but like Mm -hmm. and then when i'm around people who can be really selfish or like really um i don't know i don't want to say like headstrong but maybe like like bad tempers or something then i find myself having a bad temper okay and like the same way that we're influenced by the people around us like jesus works the exact same way when we find ourselves with him like you have no choice but to like be humbled because Mm. he's like perfect you know in the same way that he in all his perfection walked in the like lowest of the low like humility there was like and he's better than all of us. Like, how low should we be acting? You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. And so when you're around him, like, his humility, I feel like, is contagious. Mm-hmm. And when you also just look at everything that, like, God has done. Like, mm-hmm. literally look outside. Like, I mean, 
every like when you really get in like god's presence and you see all the things that he's done and how you actually had no role part or anything like no mess up but also no smart choice that you made got you here anyway like Mm -hmm. the fact that you were here simply because he wanted you to be here like just because he said so and the fact that the sky came into existence just because he said so like looking at how big he is should humble like, yeah it, it should like what is man you. that you're mindful of us i think david said that yeah in the Psalms. So it's like, like you literally so don't like you don't need us like yeah 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 it's like the closer you get to jesus i feel like you i'm talking about them like they're all like i mean they're all one but like you yeah. know like when you're like reading in the word and you see like how jesus was and like when you're when you're there you see how you treated people and like what the word says it's like you want to be humble like him he shows us how to do that but when you look at how powerful God is and what he's done, it's like you also have that same kind of reaction. Of yeah. Like, wow. Like, let me sit down, you know, mm-hmm. because that he he can do anything. And I feel like a lot of that, I'm not trying to say like Old, Te- Old Testament, New Testament, different things. But like, I find myself really humbled when I read the Old Testament because the oh, way God sure. was like, holding the sun in place at the the battlefield or like when he was striking people down left and right and they couldn't touch the ark of the covenant and like yeah when like just all the crazy things that happened there like and everything everything with moses ever like yeah, that is yeah. like humbling it's like oh let me pipe down and then in the new testament you see jesus and you see all these like see him still in his humility but like he's still his god it's like yeah, yeah his it, meekness yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah. I think what you said about like being influenced by other people around you is really good. And I think that ties back actually to the original question, which is part of it, or the second part of it was how to be patient with prideful people. Um, and I think most, probably most of the people that are around us, like in the world, I would say, are, you know, prideful people when even, I, I mean, we're prideful sometimes. Yeah. I'm not trying to like excuse myself from that, but oh, yeah, we're all pretty. Yeah, yeah. But at least like, our mindset as Christians should be to, you know, to reject pride and, yeah. and embrace humility. Yeah. yeah. Whereas I like this question because it's like, how do we learn how to, you know, be around people who don't have that same mindset of embracing humility and who yeah. may be like rooting their identity in other things, rooting their identity in worldly things and not the Lord. So yeah. I think like because the influence of other people around us is so like weighty and heavy like we have to i think a good way to deal with that and learn to be patient is to really just guard your heart because yeah i think actually the in the question that you asked um about patience like i think that's actually perfect patience is a is a good way to deal with prideful people yeah because it goes it kind of goes back to like we can't expect people who are not believers to like to be held to the same to, standards right. that we are. Yeah. Like we're going to have more responsibility. One of our responsibilities as followers of Christ is to follow his commands, you know? Yeah. And if he commands us to be to walk in humility and not pride, then that's something that we can only hold ourselves to. We can't expect yeah. other people to do that. So, you know, when you're in those situations, I think it's like important to guard your heart um and when you find yourself surrounded by people who have their identity and things that are that are not um like yours then i think it's really important to try and be the influence if possible yeah instead of being influenced yeah which you know sometimes is easier said than done but i think like if you have the opportunity to 
even if it's not directly with your words, if it's with your actions, like if you have the opportunity to show that your identity is not rooted in the things of the world, I think it often comes across as a lot more stable yeah. and like strong. Because the things of the world, like that people put their identity in fluctuate all the time so and much. changes with the times. And so when so something much. changes, like your identity shifts yeah. and it's like it's like an identity crisis because like you're not you're not rooted in a stable like strong foundation but yeah. as christians our foundation is literally a god that does not change and yeah. that is the same like yesterday today forever so when we display that our foundation is stable and unwavering and is like solid people yeah. see that and that could be a form of witness like you never know like who's watching you and who's like who's paying attention to that responsibility that you hold even when yeah. you may not be, like, trying to, right? So I think, yeah. like, that's a good way to deal with that is, like, when everyone else around you is prideful, like, be you humble. Be patient. You yeah. Be humble, yeah, because they, they notice. Like, people For notice. Sure. People are able to easily see, like, which one doesn't belong here? Like, oh, they are yeah. so able to. And even if you don't feel like it, because if you openly, like, rep the name of Jesus and, mm-hmm. like, you are telling people please understand like a target is when you're back people people know people pay attention and like even if you aren't verbally going out and doing it people it's interesting how like people can sense when like the holy spirit is in the room even if the holy spirit isn't in them like when they're someone walks in they it's always like i can't put my finger on it but something's different about you like yeah yeah people notice like those things and when you have the holy spirit in you like you this may be like this may I don't really this could be a little prideful but like in That's my head ironic. what kind of helps me is like okay if I know people are looking at me maybe I should set the example of how I would want them to act and so maybe they'll follow <laughs> so if I want to be treated with but and I, I think it could have a little bit of pride in it but I think it it's more so coming from like treat others the way you want to be treated yeah and of course that doesn't guarantee that you'll get treated the way that you wanted but that's like where my mindset is and mm-hmm. i feel like it's more so of a motivation to keep because mm-hmm. people are looking at me and like you know people notice the things i do and i think what also is a great motivator is like what jesus said like it, it's like everything just goes back to him mm-hmm. love others more than you love yourself and so right. when you love someone more than you love yourself then you are patient with them you Mm -hmm. are like you want you your heart wants them to change and you're not quick to like i don't know be around a prideful or arrogant person and like mouth off at them or something because they get on your nerves because they're so arrogant like when you really love people the way that jesus tells us to then you i'm not gonna say the patience just like comes naturally Mm -hmm. but you desire to be patient with them yeah and then remembering that like jesus has to be patient with you because the same way that this Mm -hmm. person is treating you and how you feel that's how jesus feels all the time with all All eight billion of his children that are not listening and like who want to do their own things who spit in his face who turn against him who do whatever and so remembering that like jesus can relate and like how the bible is so relatable like Mm -hmm. the bible is literally so relatable and people think that like it's just some old time thing that you can't connect with that like we just don't deal with these things it's like no like it is the bible is alive and living and when you see the things that jesus has gone through Mm -hmm. it may take a little bit of effort but when you really like break down the roots of like a lot of the situations that we read about in the bible these are the exact same fruits that are in our everyday lives he had to deal with prideful people and people who got on his nerves and people who thought 
that he was arrogant and people who were arrogant and he had to choose to love them yeah and that all goes back to like it being a choice because it's not our natural instinct our flesh is like okay well they're prideful and arrogant let's like either run away Mm -hmm. or let's check them but the lord says like you know before you get the speck out of someone else's eye check the plank in your own yeah and so the another option could just be to pray for them too Mm -hmm. and just like let let god use you in a way that is a light to them and so even if it's not some drastic shift that you see in them where after y'all hang out they're all of a sudden oh yes i see that i'm this and i'm that and da, da, da. <laughs> like he the lord like starts to plant seeds you yeah. know and and they grow into fruits that you'll see later down the line it'll be a gradual thing because pride is a a hard thing to just like uproot especially from someone who doesn't know that they're prideful or someone who's not like you know, living, trying to live for Jesus or, you know, things like that, you know? Mm -hmm. So those things, like, take time. You just have to, you have to be patient and remember that this is the way that Jesus loved you. So, yeah, you know, it's possible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think anytime we're trying to figure out how to deal with people, we should, like, look at the character of God because, like, ultimately, as, um, as followers of God, we want to, like, and we want to model we want to let his character be the model for our behavior. Yeah. So, like, look at, like, the Israelites, right? Can, yeah. you would cons- one might consider them a little bit prideful Lately. in certain situations. Um, but if we want to do it, figure out how we want to deal with prideful people, like, look at, look at how God dealt with them. Look at how Jesus dealt with the Pharisees who, yeah. like, embodied so, pride. Yeah. yeah. They would, like, pray in public. They would... You know, they would do all of these ceremonial mm-hmm. things openly just so that people would see it. Like, yeah. yeah, their heart posture may not have been one of, like, actual faith or humility. It was more for the sake of, like, being recognized yeah. and being, like, acknowledged for it. Yeah. So, like, I feel like we encounter a lot of people like that. But the way that Jesus dealt with that was, like, through through his character, which is godly character, which was to be firm and to be direct with what he believed yeah like he never once did he like waver but it's it's, it goes back to like that meekness of like he controlled his strength and he was very intentional with how he approached them definitely so i think like same thing with us we just gotta like follow him follow in his example definitely um because that's ultimately going to be the most like impactful thing if you react that if you react to prideful people the way that the world reacts to them then they won't see you like as any different you know but if called to be a light yeah i'm not gonna see you as a light yeah, but, like, if you meet them with grace and you meet them with mercy, you know, and, like, display your own humility, that's that's going to be something that, like, probably sticks with them a little bit more. So, yeah. yeah. Mm. I have kind of, like, another verse that kind of opens up another point of, like, this is less about pride in other people, but more, like, pride in ourselves, mm-hmm. which is that um, this is Proverbs sixteen eighteen. It's Proverbs no (laughs) sorry pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall so what i kind of you know pull from that is that um pride causes us to act foolishly and yeah you know a lot of times like a good incentive to not act in pride is to know that like the bible literally warns us that it comes before a fall yeah any anywhere pride is like a fall will follow hello like yeah. literally satan fell from yeah heaven. like yeah. it's bound to happen adam yeah. and eve like we see adam and eve take pride when they decided that their decisions and their will would be better than god's will yeah. and what happened after that the fall of mankind like every time you see a prideful situation you see a fall you afterwards. see that with the israelites too i mean yeah. like they every time that they were like 
disobeying God or like straying away. God was like, oh, fine. You want to keep running away? (laughs) Right. And then they, you see them get captive or taken captive by some other group that God had already given them reign over. But because they thought they could live their own way, do it their own way, not be set apart like he told them to be, Mm -hmm. then he was like, fine. And the fall always came and all that was like rooted in pride yeah. yeah a lot of times i feel like in the old testament like a lot of times we view we view and god you know does discipline his children he says and that you know he is like a righteous judge has to have wrath and consequence for sin yeah. but i think a lot of times in the old testament is like we see a lot of times as the consequences of their own actions mm-hmm. you know yeah it'll be like they chose to worship an idol and as a result you know god gave them into the hands of their enemies like right but it's like he's honoring our choices so it's like if right. they're choosing another god he's gonna let them have it like he's not gonna yeah. force him like he's not gonna force anybody to, to act in him. a way yeah yeah exactly so like I think it's the same thing with pride. Like, when we choose to be prideful, he warns us it's going right. to bring a fall. Yeah. But if you choose that route, he's not going to spare you from it because right. there's a lot to learn from falling. So yeah. I think we've all experienced, um, we've all probably experienced a fall after pride, you know? Yeah. I feel like it's a pretty humbling experience. Um, but yeah. sometimes pride pride brings humility, too. Yeah. And like, sometimes pride can, like, sneak in. And I think that's, like, where Jesus and, like, grace comes in, too. Because Mm -hmm. it's, like, we're just so, like, fallen. And this is, like, why there's, like, you have to keep your your eyes set on things above. And you have to fill your mind with things that are true and honorable and loving and admirable and honoring God and all the things. Mm -hmm. Because when you do that, of course, like, the verse ends with, like, how that all brings God's peace. But, like where there's peace there's there's not pride you know because you're letting god reign and god's the god of peace Mm -hmm. and so like filling your mind with i guess like things of god like that really that helps deal with that subconscious uh amount of pride that like tries to come in and because it comes in like so subtly sometimes because everyone has like pride in them yeah and if we don't fight like our battles and treat our minds like they're constantly at war because they mm-hmm. are mm-hmm. or we get too comfortable with like oh like i've i've dealt with this and i've overcome it so i'm all good mm-hmm. like if we don't like live as if we are in a battle every single day like it says in ephesians 5 and 6 like then we're never like we're never gonna like overcome it and we're gonna continue to deal with like the falls of pride and of course all the consequences of like the other other sins and things like that but like it really like you really have to be intentional about it and yeah. i feel like this that is more of a message to to the people that know pride to the people that are aware mm-hmm, mm-hmm, the people mm-hmm. that like have dealt with it or trying to deal with it like that yeah. is i feel like a, a very direct message to you guys yeah i guess um another verse to keep in mind as well is like you were talking about how like it's one of the like pride is a fruit of our like nature and like our flesh like it first john two sixteen says that the desires of the flesh and the desires of the eyes and the pride of life is not from the father but yeah. is from the world and i think yeah you know this can apply directly to our lives but also like think about situations where in the world um the desires of the flesh and the desires of the eyes and the pride of life are things that are celebrated and i mean some of y'all not gonna like that one but yeah i mean like 
it's true because yeah the bible directly states that pride is not of the father it's of the world and whenever yeah. we're celebrating things that are desires of our flesh whenever we're celebrating desires of our eyes and whenever we're celebrating pride yeah whenever we're celebrating pride right like whenever we're celebrating <laughs> pride maybe it's not it's not from the father you know yeah so i think that's something to also be mindful of i know Definitely. that can be controversial but like at the end of the day that's what the word says yeah. you know and ask like if we if you really want to follow god if you claim to follow god you gotta follow you can't choose which parts of it you want to follow yeah you can't just yeah be picky about it and like eh, i guess oh and of course you can have areas that you're working through because of that's course. an area like this is an area i'm like constantly working through Definitely. but like if you yeah you can't just like yeah, we can't pick and choose because then you're lukewarm, and, and Jesus says if you're lukewarm, he has to spit you out. Yeah, so. and it's like you don't, like when you're, like a lot of these rules, quote unquote rules that he set aren't even like rules of like, okay, and if you do this, then I'm just not going to like you. It's like, <laughs> no, if you do this, like you're inviting, like Satan is already like the, the prince of this world right now. Like oh, yeah. you're inviting the enemy in he sets these rules up so that you can be protected from the things that come about it because god knows himself like he's he is so secure in who he is like he knows his plans he knows that he's the best he knows that he's the only one he knows that he's the he created satan like yeah he he may not have created satan directly but like he created lucifer who then turned into like he was lucifer's creator Mm -hmm. so he reigns over everything and if that wasn't enough he already sent jesus to then go back to go down and then take the keys and do all the all the things so like it is very much set that like god is god like where else are we gonna go yeah and it's like if we don't i don't i don't know like we have to be so intentional about like like following the things that he says because of the fact that he knows what's right he's not telling us this just so we can get in trouble later like he's telling us this because he knows that he's right because if we don't then the consequences of the world just happen you know like like oh i love that you brought up the end i love that you brought up the enemy because i kind of i i didn't like mention that at all but i think like the main goal of the enemy is steal kill destroy right yeah and it literally says Pride goes before destruction. Destruction, destroy. Like, that's like one you, of his main goals. In. Yeah. So that's some... Pride is something that he's using. The desires of the flesh, like, the desires of the eyes, the pride of life, that's no, the enemy yeah. trying to destroy you. Literally. So. And then, like, earlier I was reading Genesis 4, uh-huh. and this is when Cain... Like, this is the story of Cain and Abel. Okay. And if you don't know, like, you guys listening, like, Adam and Eve, first people God created. Adam and Eve fell. Mm-hmm. sin came into the world it was so then after that they had when they um you know did their thing they had cain and they had abel and they were brothers and basically the story of cain and abel is cain um cain and abel both like had their own things cain was like he cultivated the ground their abel was gifts. a shepherd yeah they had their own gifts yeah and when cain presented like his uh crops and things the things that he cultivated from the ground to god god didn't accept it and when he when abel presented the things that he had done god accepted it and saw it was like good and pleasing and everything well also because like didn't abel abel brought the first fruits of his labor like yeah he brought like the leftovers yeah so that was also yeah the difference. yeah you know yeah and so then um in genesis 4 verse 6 or in genesis 4 verse 5 
It says, um, or I guess I'll go back to four. Abel also brought a gift, the best portions of the firstborn lambs from his flock, which Mm -hmm, is what Sid mm -hmm. was saying. I guess I should start over. I guess I should start with verse three. Okay. When it was time for the harvest, Cain presented some of his crops as a gift to to the Lord. Abel also brought a gift, the best portions of the firstborn lambs from his flock. The Lord accepted Abel and his gift, but he did not accept Cain and his gift. This made Cain very angry, and he looked dejected. <laughs> Why are you so dejected? <laughs> and so then it says, "Why are you so angry?" The Lord asked Cain. Why do you look so dejected? You will be accepted if you do what is right. But if you refuse to do what is right, then watch out. Sin is crouching at the door, eager to control you. But wow. you must subdue it and be its master. And then. As soon as that happens, it says, one day Cain suggested to his brother, let's go out into the fields. And while while they were in the field, Cain attacked his brother Abel and killed him. And that was like the story of Cain and Abel. And then later on, they had Seth who had the whole line of Noah and everything after that. And, you know, world still kind of sucked. But (laughs) I brought this up, not even to go deep into Cain and Abel, but to talk about how like God was trying to talk to him before oh yeah like trying like, to warn him he was trying to warn him like yeah. i feel like i was taught that the story was like cain presented this abel presented this and god didn't like cain's gift cain was mad and killed abel because he was yeah. better but when i read it like recently it was like no god loved cain and he was trying to protect him it said like watch out like sin is crouching at the door like mm-hmm. you need to be careful mm-hmm. and of course he was talking about like his anger and like those things but like his pride too because it's like he the lord was the one that was disrespected in this situation not cain because cain didn't present the best like Mm -hmm. cain just gave whatever he had left over and gave it to god but abel actually gave him the best and so the lord was obviously like like that's not respect that's not you know showing reverence to god all the way that he could have and so when god rejected it cain is the one with an attitude and he's like fine i'm just gonna (laughs) go kill abel and that right there is an act coming from a place of pride because it's like you think that you are so much better that your gift should have been so accepted and it's like if he had just humbled himself to give god the first in the first place yeah then like we wouldn't be in the situation but then even after that situation if he were to humble himself and realize like okay i didn't get i didn't do my best this time but maybe next time i can right and because i need to please god then like Mm -hmm. this whole thing like wouldn't have happened Mm -hmm. and like I don't know, just the whole, like, sin is crouching at the door, eager to control you, but you must subdue it and be its master. That's like, that, those are words directly from that's God, good. and that's literally, like, what you have to do with, like, pride. And all this, like, was rooted from a place of pride. He was angry because yep. he was prideful. And yeah. it's like, he says, you will be accepted if you do what is right, but if you refuse to do what is right, then watch out. Sin is crouching at the door, eager to control you. And that's yep. literally how pride is it's ready to control you it's ready to be your master and tell you how to act and let you think that you're the smart one and that's just like like god doesn't want that for us you know yeah yeah so i I thought that was worth no that was awesome yeah yeah yeah. no that's that's really awesome and you know pride is something we all deal with y'all it happens for real but you know you sometimes you got to deal with it within yourself sometimes you got to deal with it with other people but yeah you know, just let the Lord be your guide. Um, yeah. Don't be like, don't be like Cain. Because he wants to. Like, <laughs> the fact that even though, and that's like a picture of humility from Jesus, or, or from the Lord too, because it's like, even though the Lord was one who was disrespected in this situation, he still had the humility 
to talk to Kane and be like, well, what's wrong, Kane? Why yeah, are you so and angry? What's going how, on? Like, God is and so it's, patient. Though. He's like, it's beyond patience because it's like, if I, like, like, you know, when you're in an argument with someone, like me and you were arguing right now and we yeah. were like upset about something and then, or maybe I did something against you that really like hurt your feelings. Like I did something really bad. Uh-huh. And then you, for you to come to me and be like, what's wrong, Brie? Like, are you okay? Right, exactly, like, it's exactly. Like, and the world would perceive that whole thing as like weak. Like, oh, yeah. she's going to take advantage. Like, why did it? Like, but it's you like, came to the holy perfect God right. with, some, with some leftovers. And right. he asked you, are and you And he's good? asking you, he's are trying you to help okay? You out. Right. He's come like, on just now. do what's right and everything will be fine. But yeah. Cain let the enemy win. And you can't do that. You cannot let pride win. But that story is so motivating because it shows that, like, God is always on our side. And Amen. it proves the verse that's talking about how he'll always give us a way out of the temptation that he puts in front of us. Or Amen. I guess he doesn't put the temptation, but the temptation that's in there, that's already yeah. in front of us. Yeah. Like, he always gives us a way out. And it's like, we just have to be willing Ooh, to take it because yeah, he's the always way of on escape. our side. That's in there yeah. somewhere. He always yeah. provides a way of escape. I'm always find provides it. a way of escape. You know what I would love to do? What? um eventually in our future is like bible studies on like instagram live or something i oh, feel like that fun. would be so fun that would be so fun huh? if y'all would like that let us know i feel like that would be such a fun vibe we would have to wait till you get back to school because it's gonna yeah. be hard to do right now but like yeah. i feel like that would be fun that would be like so fun and fresh like we already do it anyways so we might as well just like include our friends yeah you guys are our buddies oh my gosh that would be so cute that would be fun okay sorry that was oh, yeah. a side note no, no no but i think that was a good ending point like that was such a good closing point. Yeah. Do we have any other like questions or no? Like on there. I, I don't think we so. covered everything. Yeah. So yeah. Pride causes us to act foolishly. Yes. We don't want to be fools. Don't be fool. Don't be fool. Don't be a fool, Sid. Don't be controlled. Don't by. be a fool, Brie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, and hopefully that answers your question to the person who. To the, to the mm-hmm. yeah 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 i struggle with words sometimes you guys yes. know this but mm-hmm. um yeah i hope you guys enjoyed this episode um thank you so much for joining us again it yeah. was really good to see you oh i have a i have one more thing i just want to say yeah like whenever you guys feel discouraged or you feel like you can't control your pride your anger your arrogance whatever mm-hmm. it is like just read romans because mm-hmm. it will remind you that like God has given you the power and the strength through Jesus and the Holy Spirit to overcome everything. And he's mm-hmm. already overcome everything. And so even with with things like this, like pride that are so like, like they're not like necessarily tangible. They're not like a, an addiction of something that's like an object or like a person. Like it's a, it's one of those like internal type of struggles, internal sins. Like mm-hmm. you have to, if you feel discouraged or you feel like you can't like, it then talk to somebody about it but also open up romans because it will encourage you and remind you of like who god is who jesus is who the holy spirit is what he's done and how he's within you and how there's also no condemnation in those who were being prideful are being prideful have pride whatever it is like you're able to overcome because of those things so i just wanted to leave that yeah no that's awesome thank you thank you for that encouragement yeah um we love you guys so much please be encouraged um hope you learned something hope you have something to go home with today and um ask us more questions if you have them you can dm us or you can um you can even put it in the little if you're listening on spotify you can put it in the interactions or 
you can um, go to our Instagram at Holy Girl Hotline and yeah, you can answer questions. Yeah, you can DM us or yeah. there's a little um, there's a little poll thingy where you can also right. ask questions there. Yeah. yeah. So let us know if you guys have anything um, and if you have any feedback or suggestions as well. I know yeah. my mom is always giving me some. She said she really liked the last episode. Yeah, I liked the last episode. Last episode if you haven't listened fun. to the last episode, listen to the last episode. And if you like this episode, give it a nice rate and uh some interactions we just like when y'all talk like it's not that no we want... it literally makes us so happy when y'all yeah. talk to us it makes us like i just want to be day. happy so if you could just like let us know how you feel about this this would make me feel great <laughs> me like me this is not a yeah no me this is all for me thanks Pride. love you guys bye <laughs>